0: We're speaking with Congressman Don Bacon, Republican from Nebraska. Start with, uh, I guess, uh, the, the, the crisis at the border, which I know you've tweeted about lately. Um, your take on, on what's happening there. I, I, I know it's uh, considered a crisis, but what's being done, I guess? Go, go next level for me here.
1: Well, right now the administration is doing very little. That's the problem. Uh, they're, they're saying they're enforcing the law, but what they're doing is, uh, like we had 300,000 in December, uh, they're releasing, they say, more than 85% of them into the country, and, and then they have to come back two or three or four years later for a court hearing. Well, that doesn't work. And, uh, and you know, the previous president, President Trump, had a remain in Mexico policy. It worked. And he didn't do catch and release. Uh, they had, uh, I mean, they, he was, there's multiple prongs that the previous administration had that was working. So what we're saying, we passed H.R. 2 out of the House. Right. Very strong border security bill. Obviously, the Democrats' uh, leadership thinks it goes too far. But we are forcing them at the table to come up with something because uh, their number one priority is getting Ukrainian aid. And uh, so we're saying, hey, if you want to pass new Ukrainian aid, you're going to have to take care of our constituent's number one concern. That's border security. And so we're trying to do some policy changes to make that raises the bar on asylum. It takes away the president's authority to just parole people in our country. That's what we call it. Uh, when they release 85 percent, they're calling them paroling them uh, into the country. And we want to do quicker adjudications when people come in. People should have to wait three or four years. You should probably within the week of your coming in, know if you're are you going to qualify for asylum or not. And we know by the past 88% do not get asylum when, they're, when they actually go to court. We want to determine that right away. If you're part of the 88%, you should be returned to the country you came from. If you're part of the 12%, then you can be let in. And then at that point, we should do work permits for them. Those are the things we're working on. We're having a hard time. Getting Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer uh, to buy in on us.
0: We're speaking with Congressman Don Bacon, Republican from Nebraska. Change gears. Uh, Defense Secretary Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and this secrecy surrounding this uh, elective procedure, which wound up to be for prostate cancer. Um, what's happening here? You're you're retired Air Force. I mean, what what's your read on this?
1: Well, first, I, f- I feel for anybody going through uh, cancer. You know, little prostate cancer. Uh, so, you know, my I have mercy. There, but how he handled it was a total lapse in judgment. He is the number two in the chain of command for our military. The president's the commander in chief. That command line then goes to the secretary of defense, and then it goes to the various combatant commanders that are out there, whether it's DRACOM or uh, whether it's uh, UCOM or NATO commander, and so forth. And having the secretary of defense missing uh, for more than three days—in uh, so some ways, you can count it as four days where the president and the White House had no idea he was in the ICU, and his own deputy, the deputy secretary of defense, did not know he was in the ICU and incapacitated. Uh, so he was dismissing in action. And it's a total absence of judgment that he didn't inform the White House and his undersecretary or deputy secretary where he was at. And i like to show the, just how serious this is. China has weapons that can hit the United States in 15 minutes, nuclear tipped, hypersonic weapons, and you have to respond within 15 minutes to something like this or know how you want to handle it, and if your secretary of defense is missing, his goal in a nuclear attack is to advise the president on how to respond. You know, I was pointing this out, and the White House says, well, we really don't need the secretary of defense for that. Well, I used to be the general on, that was the emergency a guy if the White House got hit, a guy got hit, a okay. got hit, and I practiced all the time. How do you do your nuclear command and control? And the Secretary of Defense is a big part of this checklist and how it happens. Well he was missing for four days. Our country cannot afford the Secretary of Defense missing in action in an environment in the world environment that we have today.
0: Given, yeah. given, given the way he handled it, should he be fired?
1: You know, I'm reluctant to say that right, right away unless the White House nor the Pentagon, Takes the seriousness of that it really is. If I right now they seem to be underplaying it, that's not good. I think there should be accountability uh, expected by the voters. So I guess I'm right now I have open ears on it. Well, I'll be in all honesty, the secretary of defense is on thin ice anyway. What happened in Afghanistan was so bad, and he he bears resp- some responsibility. Maybe Joe Biden even more. But uh, how it was done and what happened to our forces and and getting out of Afghanistan is a reflection of the leadership at the top. And so I think a lot of us on the Republican side think he's on thin ice anyway, you know, even before uh, him being MIA for four days.
0: The, uh, the spending plan that congressional negotiators have pieced together here, uh, at least so far, first glance, are you on board with it?
1: Yes, I am. It's the agreement that Speaker McCarthy at the time uh, made with the pr- uh, President uh, Biden. It's about a $2 trillion cut overall. Uh, I don't mean our side want more. Uh, however, you know, uh, President Biden refused to even negotiate uh, for the longest time. We got 12 concessions, some major, some maybe not so major. But the fact is, we, I think we got the best compromise that we could get with a Democrat Senate and a Democrat president, and we only have a three seat majority in the House. So I think, that, I think that's the best we're going to get this year, and it's time to go back to the table for next year.